Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tamvi. I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven Podcast. On today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be talking about Season 10, Episode 8 of 7th Heaven. The title is Chicken Noodle Heads. Uh, the IMDb user synopsis is, The mixed joys of fatherhood weigh heavy. While Annie tends to the flu patients, Eric feels no better after learning his pa, the haughty colonel, married after siring him. Martin's dad needs all his paternal love and self-control to patiently push the boy to step up to his upcoming paternity. Sandy's parents tell the reverends to butt out. They refuse any responsibility for the pregnant girl and disown her. Even perfect family father Kevin can't swallow jealous Lucy going ape over his playdate in the park for Susanna with former... That's nope, Savannah. But it says Susanna. With former mother's coarse friend Alice's kid... Martin has discovered an excellent reason for Ruthie not to date Jack. Also, Susanna, I believe, was the name of Lucy's friend who died. Oh, it was. Or was it Suzanne? Or maybe it was neither one of them. Maybe Susanna. Susanna was the girl who moved away. Or Suzanne was the girl. Or Susan. (laughs) Good. Good. (laughs) But Savannah is definitely not their child. Savannah is their child. So anyway, what was your first impression? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you after this episode. Um, I just want it done now. Meredith knows in this episode, I want Ruthie to know, the scene has been, like, hyped up to me. It's been hyped up by every single family member and, like, non-family member. And I just want it to happen. And they're really, really, really letting it go. Right. So, yeah. So, um, the cold open starts with someone we have not seen in a while. Well, the Rev is at the church. And Julie comes to see him. Yes. And Julie is like, oh, I was talking to Dad, and he told me that you have a problem with a Marine and an unwanted pregnancy, and she thinks that Martin's father is having a child. Um, And then the Rev is like, no, that's backwards. Wait, what do you know? And then Julie is like, well... No, it's, it can't be Martin, can it? And then she thinks that Ruthie is pregnant with Martin's child. And then finally, we talk in a circle. Well, like, the Rev, like, doesn't give it up and doesn't give any more details. But Julie is like, well, the reason why he told me is because I have some information for you in which you... She's like, oh, uh, our parents, like, were pregnant before they got married. And the Rev is like, what? We have a sibling? And she's like, no, you're a bastard. <laughs> And that is the cold open. Uh, yes. And, um... Uh, so the for, Rev is visibly perturbed yeah. by this information. And it remains perturbed for the rest of the episode, which is all you really need to know about the Rev in this episode. So, um, Simon makes a very quick appearance after the credits. Uh, not the credits, after the opening credits. With Sandy. Um, in that Sandy's parents are going to meet the Rev and Lucy for the first... Or the Rev, not Lucy. Um, for the first time, and she's afraid that after that meeting that they're like the rev and everybody's going to hate her cuz like the parents are going to reveal some information simon consoles her and again like it's an, like a nice scene and way better than anything we've seen with simon and rose this is when rose kind of like as they're leaving rose well yeah sandy's like i'm going simon's like i have to go to work sandy is like I don't know, something, he's like, my car needs to be fixed, but I can't afford it because I need to make the ring payments. So Sandy is like, okay, I'll drive you to work. And as they're leaving the apartment, Rose is at the front door, and she's like, what's going on? And then Rose is like, okay, I will drive Simon to work. Uh, And Sandy leaves. And that's really, that's all we see of them. 
Yeah, Simon comes back at the end of the episode kind of just to say, like, ask what um, what Sandy's parents were like. Uh, but really, that's it. Like, it's just all about the fact that he's really having problems with money because of this ring situation, which is just reiterated over and over again. So because Lucy is off the hook for meeting Sandy's parents, she kind of has the day free and wants to spend it with her daughter and her husband, who already have a play date scheduled with Alice, a single mother. From Mommy and Me. But actually, Alice got kicked out of Mommy and Me. Because um, she started work again, so she didn't have time or something. Yeah, something like that. And Lucy... We were talking about the last episode how this is mature minister Lucy, but she goes back to being... Like 13-year-old Jimmy Moon loving Lucy. Yeah, in this episode, in that she's, like, crazy jealous of the single mother and is, like, blaming Kevin for not, like, telling her and being secretive and flirting and stuff, and they get into a fight about it. Um, This is kind of broken up with her and the Rev meeting Sandy's parents, who are assholes. Yes. Um, they're played by a man who I'm, sw- who I swear was a parent in this show, like in the show before. He, he struck me. I don't think so because like he struck me as like I was like oh he's like a shorter, chubbier Chris Noth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's definitely. So been I feel on, like, like I would have recognized him if he, like as like oh look chubby Chris Noth is back, but like I didn't. He's definitely been in other shows as like a character like this, like a kind of just like, like standby like. Like, like character was for like two minutes, and then yeah. just gone forever. Um, the mother, though, is um, like she plays. I don't know if anybody watched Star, uh, Arrested Development, but if you guys remember the the character of Starla, she's the one that ends up being uh, well, uh, Job's like girlfriend for a hot second. Spoiler alert! Um, because like she comes with the boat that he buys, <laughs> like because she's like the boat sales girl person. But yeah, Uh, and she's also like been, this is another mad TV person. So like her real father, or her real father, Sandy's father. (laughs) Sandy's real father? (laughs) Sandy's father is played by a mad TV person and her mother is also played by a mad TV person. So So that's probably how they met on the set of Mad TV. (laughs) (laughs) And then they gave birth to Sandy and came to Seventh Heaven. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that kind of breaks up like Lucy's storyline. They're really horrible. They want nothing to do with... Sandy. Yeah, they're like, don't blame this on us. And then they're like, what does she want? Why did she contact you? And they're like, no, we just reach out to families when stuff's going on. And then they leave and we presumably will never see them again. And then we have this scene where, with which is, uh, it's definitely going to be on our social media, which is Kevin, uh, Bo Brewer, and the Rev laying in bed together. <laughs> we'll explain what that is when we talk about why Bo's there. Yeah, but well, basically the whole thing is, you know, the, the Rev is still upset that he's a bastard, and uh, Kevin is upset that, like, Lucy is mad at him for going on play dates, or that Lucy thinks she can tell him what to do. And Bo Brewer is upset about something as well, which we'll get to. And they end up in bed together, <laughs> but only to give each other advice. <laughs> Nothing else happens. At least that on, way, screen. Not on screen. <laughs> not on screen. That's, I already wrote the fanfic. <laughs> so many fanfictions, nope. guys. Nope. I'm not writing that one. Not any, Absolutely not. Not anything with the there's revenant. N- no, there's no, 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 no. With none of those characters. No. I can write a fanfic about Kevin. I'm sure they're out there. Oh, yeah, all the Lucy and Kevin fanfics of, like, after the show, what happened? Oh, yeah. That's, like, but the I'm only fanfic. But I'm probably, the... like, fanfics where people inserted themselves as being, like... Oh, with Kevin? An interloper. 
Yeah. Mm. I don't want to know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. Um, so we're going to move on to what is, I guess, like... I guess this is the... Again, yeah. I feel like we've been saying this every episode. Like, this is the main storyline. Yeah. Maybe Martin and Sandy and there's a baby. Maybe. <laughs> um, so Martin and his father... Well, okay. A few things are happening here. Martin and his father are fighting because Martin's not stepping up and kind of, like, blames his father because he's like, you can't have a child and ignore that child. And Martin's like, you had a child and you ignored me. But he was working. Yeah. Um, So that's why Martin's father is upset. Martin also uh, finally tells Meredith uh, about the baby. And And Meredith is a real... Bitch. Well, okay, yeah. First, Meredith blames Sandy because, like, oh, she trapped you and she did this on purpose. Like, I can't believe a 21-year-old will do this to... A high school boy. Which also, yeah, I mean, that has its implications as well. But, like, she went in on Sandy. Um, especially for someone who did not want to, like, talk bad about other women. And then she's like, if you think this is going to make me break up with you, it's not. But then, like, five seconds later, she's like, I need to break up with you. <laughs> Because she's like, I just wanted a normal family. I've never had a normal family before. I wanted a normal life, and this is not a normal life. And then she does a thing. Like, this happened so many episodes ago, though, because we're on season, we're on uh, episode eight. I think it was the first or second episode where Meredith had the conversation where she was like, I can't believe there are so many people. Like, she was like, I basically was like, I want to have a lot of kids, but it suggests, like, that she wants to adopt or something. Because she's like, uh, there are so many kids who need homes, and I can't believe there are people who parent children and they don't want to take care of them blah 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 so obviously this struck meredith a little bit close to the heart <laughs> yeah i think this is probably the last we're gonna see of meredith what do you think i mean you know but what do you think i don't I, this is a longer <laughs> arc than i do remember her having so i hope we don't see her again she was really just like furniture I, I, I like was trying to figure out why they put Meredith and her to get and, and him together because they very like they very clearly just kept this actress for a reason but I realized it in this episode they needed something as a counter to what like what Martin has been saying about not wanting to be involved and the f- perfect person for that is a person is, yeah someone who was like whose parents weren't there for them and like surrendered their rights because otherwise there's not really anybody else in Martin's life like Ruthie has a good family. Like no, nobody no, wants the twins. <laughs> I, well, that's, I think that's us projecting. I, they forgot them at the grocery store the other time. <laughs> that's true. Or wherever it was. It's cool. They forgot to pick them up from school. Also, I don't know if this was in the last episode. It was in the last episode, and I forgot to mention this. But in the background in one of the school scenes, um, there was an actor that I recognized, and I got really excited about. He was an extra. If anybody watched Grimm on uh, NBC, it was the main character, Nick. Um, he was in the show. He's also now in A Million Little Things, which I think is on ABC or I believe NBC. so, yeah. Um, anyway, back to this episode. Uh, yeah, so I guess that's maybe why they set that up that way, and that's probably where the whole plot line of, like, Cecilia's parents adopting all of these kids came into play, because that was also sort of random. Um, I guess they did have a plan a little bit, maybe. maybe. I don't know. Um, so the last thing we're going to talk about is... Oh, wait. I wanted to backtrack, but yeah. I forgot what I wanted to say. Something about... Whatever. the pre It was pre-Meredith finding out... Uh, I don't know. Was I... it um, Jack and... Right. Okay. Yeah. So 
Ruthie, in this entire episode, has the flu. So she's not in school, and then Martin's like, I need to bring... He, he see, before The night before he tells... The day that he tells Meredith, he's like, oh, I can't see you after school. And she's like, you keep making plans with me and then canceling them. And then he's like, well, I have practice, and then I need to go and bring like Ruthie her books so she can do her schoolwork, and then whatever. And uh, I don't know why this comes up, but like Martin talks briefly with Jack. Well, he talks to Jack, and he's like, I don't know. Oh, and Ruthie, we see Ruthie like dying to get back to school. So <clears throat> Martin is like, uh, I think that Jack asks Martin about yeah. like how Ruthie is, and he's like, "You got to stay away from her. Like she's like my sister, and you're not gonna date her because you're evil, or something to that effect." Uh, and then Jack's like, "Okay." And they keep on hinting, or Martin at least keeps on hinting that there's something up with Jack, and he like has ulterior motives, but. Aaron mentioned this as we were watching this, and it's true. They have not painted Jack out to be someone who's after Ruthie in any... I mean, when they introduced him, they were like, he's a National Merit Scholar, and Meredith was dating him, and Meredith never, like, told Martin, like, let me tell you all the terrible things that Jack did to me. Like, they arranged this, like, boyfriend swap, and it was all fine and good until Martin decided that... I don't know. So I don't know where Martin got this information, because then he later tells the Rev, uh, about this. And he's like, no, you shouldn't let Ruthie date Jack. And here's why. And, uh, the Rev is like, I guess you just can't really tell with some people. And I'm like, well, how did Martin find this out? Yeah. They don't, and they don't really explicitly say what it is that makes him bad. Well, I, I mean, think I know it's like, oh, he was pressuring Meredith to have sex or something, but also that's never, ever been made clear by anyone. Yeah, and I thought it would be because, like, oh, they're trying to get to the fact that Martin has feelings for Ruthie, but he explicitly says, you're too old for Ruthie, and she's like my sister, which would not be things you say about someone that you are potentially interested in. So, um, Ruthie finds out from Jack that Martin doesn't want them together. Maybe Martin's just saying it as a cover. Oh, that's true. Could be, but who knows? Because if he was like, Jack, you can't date Ruthie because I really love her, and then Ruthie found out, there'd be all the drama. So much drama, especially with a kid on the way. Yeah. Ruthie finds out from Jack that Martin doesn't want them together, and which sets Ruthie off, and her and Martin get into a brief argument, uh, which does not get resolved, and I think is supposed to be a tease for what the real argument's going to be. And that's really all that happens in this episode, so, which it, so it's like a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. All the fights that people have, basically, like, rev, the, um, the Rev, like, comes to terms with the fact that his dad had sex. <laughs> like, whoa! <laughs> it really makes a difference if it was before or after they were married. Um, and I'm assuming Martin and his father make up in whatever capacity, and we see Kevin and Lucy make up. So, yay! Everybody made up. And Meredith, except for mm-hmm. Ruthie and Martin and Meredith and Martin. I said that. You said Ruthie and Martin and Meredith and oh oh and Meredith. Oh, you were doing that. Okay, I and, thought you were <laughs> and and. Uh, and I guess Jack. <laughs> I, I don't think we're going to see Jack again. I have a feeling. God, I hope not. He's so... He's trying to get Ruthie to write for the... Maybe that's his nefarious thing. He wants to recruit news for Ruthie as a newspaper person. Yeah, they're like hemorrhaging writers at the newspaper because... They don't have a computer. <laughs> they all share one computer. Uh, so what are you going to rate it? Oh, this is definitely going down. This was stupid. It's a two. I'm going to agree with that assessment and also give it a two. Uh, so, if you want to find out if episode 9 of season 10 is the one in which 
Ruthie finally finds out about Sandy and Martin, then you can get new episodes from us every Wednesday and Saturday at soundcloud.com slash on Stitcher and on the Apple iTunes podcast app. Uh, you can catch Three Men in a Bed uh, at facebook.com slash camdencast uh, and at, on Twitter and Instagram our handle is at camdencastshow. I'm Erin. I'm Tanvi. This is Camdencast. Camdencast.